How do I start this thing? Uh, your head back and lending forward. <laughs> yeah, I know the motion, but now that one, I'm like hyper focused on the motion right now. What do I say? And welcome to there a brand is. new episode of the 60 Second Car. We're on minute 28. I am. We are not joined by any guests today. It's just us two. You're gonna get us two in the the lovely, lovely little, um, very intimate setting. I'm joined by the co-host, as always, the one with the most, Mr. Daniel. And my name is Dan, and we're going to jump right into Minute 28. Play that music! 60 Second Car. And welcome back to the 60 Second Car. It is time to jump into Minute 28. Hi, Daniel. How are you? Hi! Doing swell. Uh, my fingers are now tired after playing the theme live, like I do every time we we do a, yes. a show. You play it on it's a very full hard. MIDI board, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's very I'm several MIDI boards because it's it's multi tracks, but I, I make it work, and uh, I appreciate you cutting away every time I do. That way, people don't see me sweat. It's very embarrassing. But I wish you kind of had a camera on it because, like, you have both cats doing some of the side instruments, right? It's true. Yes, yes, yes. They're mostly holding things down for me, and I just like little adjustments. But like, they're getting there. They'll right. have their own. Keytar soon. It'll you don't cute. have to use a looping machine. You just have that going. Mm-hmm. I love it. All right. That's, that's, you know, one of these days, you know, if we get like, let's say a hundred million likes on one of these videos, then we'll show, <laughs> we'll show that, that perspective. Yep. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, we're talking about minute 28, which, uh, if you listen to the last episode, we just got pulled over in a way, um, by a, a gang of dudes, uh, with their, their women passengers. Um, on bikes, <laughs> on crotch rockets, um, and as as we've established in the last episode, there we finally have a group of people who like to carpool. Yeah, finally, some environmentalists in these damn movies. Right, environment. Yeah, they're carpooling. They're they're riding bikes, which is far more uh, efficient and economical. Um, so yeah, I mean we have it. Um, one thing I mentioned last last episode that I think the first you know the first shot we have here. Um, actually answers is i do believe that we're in chinatown we're yes. we're at a uh, a chinese food market actually or at least we're pulling into into one to go around the back i think uh, <laughs> this place is t and k food real because this sign looks fake i was gonna look it up before the podcast and i forgot but it i mean it looks really nice what's on top there you think i don't know what all the is it like are those birds or is that bird poop Oh, I'm gonna go bird poop. Right. I don't. I don't know what the heck that is. Something just occurred to me. Okay. So the the bike gang pulls over Dom and Brian when they're rolling around, and they theoretically don't know who Brian is. How do they know this car that Dom's in it? Does somebody see Dom in the passenger seat, or are they following them after the race? You know. That is a great question. Thank you. Um, because I hadn't thought about that either. Um, <laughs> it just will, thought of me right now, right now. What I will show here? that this is the food market that they are pulling into. Uh, oh, we can see okay. it on screen. It is T&K Food Market. It is in Westminster uh, of Los Angeles, which I do believe is Chinatown. Um, it is, it's a pretty big spot. It's got it's mm-hmm. like, a, like a Costco in there. Um, but yeah, no, it, just- it absolutely exists. It's like a Chinatown La Superior. Kinda, yeah. I would, I would think so. Um, 
Wait, where, where exactly is this? Oh, it's actually maybe not Chinatown. It's pretty far south. Wait, hold on. Okay. Uh-oh. Okay, we just broke this movie, didn't we? We did, because... Um... I'm, I don't I, I don't want to show this because I don't want anything to pop up that's sensitive material, but look up look up uh downtown Los Angeles and then look up TNK food market. Let's see, can I can I quickly draw a thing here? So let's say downtown Los Angeles. It is roughly actually I can get you exactly. It says right now it's a 45 minute drive. I don't believe that. But it is 35.3 miles away, which in Los Angeles might as well be another country. <laughs> From Chinatown? From Chinatown, basically, yeah. Well, so look. <laughs> it's, it's right above Huntington Beach. It's just to the west of Santa Ana. And it's essentially, it's Orange County, which, as most people will tell you, is not Los Angeles. No, yeah, I'm looking at a map now that I wouldn't call that LA. It is very far. So maybe that's how they lost them? <laughs> they drove for, <laughs> for an hour? <laughs> There's a lot of direction. stuff they didn't show us where they're just going south. They're like, go past Disneyland. Well, I know a place where we can hang out where we'll be safe. So let's say let's say there's no traffic and it took like forty five minutes. What were they what else were they talking about? <laughs> it's really weird how your floorboard is retractable. Like you just sucked it back up, so I could put my feet yeah, back that's down. That's true. <laughs> that is true because there's no like wind happening in those scenes nope. either. <laughs> Dom isn't sitting weirdly with his like legs propped up on the door, right. or like seems rather comfy. Right. Exactly. It, it's weird. Um, another. Where'd your laptop go? <laughs> where, yeah. Where'd that laptop go? Oh, I crushed it and threw it out the window. <laughs> oh, my bad. Um, Another reason I thought we were in Chinatown is there's a giant Confucius marble statue. Dude, this thing gets such a long shot, too. They, oh, like, pan the entire thing to be like, this is Chinatown. Yeah, yeah, I mean... Where's this Confucius statue? Because I think this is real, too. I mean, it's got to be next to that sign, right? I would assume. I, I realize I'm Googling Confucius statue LA, and there's probably <laughs> more than one. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I have no idea. Um, can we, can we go Confucius statue near, what, what was this called? T and K? Yeah. T and K, yeah. T and K market. Uh, the T and K market shows up. I don't see the Confucius statue. But I do see a lot of Confucius statues. Yeah, that's what I'm finding as well. Yeah. Um, I found the sign, the actual sign, because what I showed you before was the t actual market, but here's the sign. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. It's been cleaned up. There's not bird poop over there anymore. Thank God. Um, but yeah, there's the sign. It's, a, it's, it's beautiful. Very pretty. Um, I will say that while, while, while getting the screenshots for this episode and the next episode, they do some pretty cool little, like shots to cover everybody and it's it's an it's nice looking so i pulled up uh tnk food market because i was trying to find out what tnk stands for i didn't get that far instead i, f I wound up on foursquare which i didn't realize was still a live website um no this is in little saigon of orange yes. county so little saigon um, they went to a, a different chinatown i guess yeah 
Uh, little Saigon. That's where Saigon lives in from uh, from uh, Entourage. Okay. Should I watch that show? <laughs> Should you watch that show? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not unless you are really into learning kind of the ins and outs of how Hollywood kind of works. So that show, first of all, is a pro is a problematic show because they just they're they're pretty homophobic. Um, they use they use a, quite a few different slurs. Um, they they make fun of each other in this the same way that I think people did in like the eighties. So using okay. things like that, you can probably imagine that that world. Um, it's it's a it's a weird show. I like watching it because they do. I think they do a very good job. It's showing the relationship between like a A-list actor and their agent slash agency and how they work with studios and stuff like that. Um, so actually, uh, for those that are into whatever's happening, we're also recording this during the time of both the uh, WGA, the Writers Guild uh, Association, or the Writers Guild of America. So um, uh, the writers of all your favorite movies and TV shows are currently Not my on favorite strike. movies. Huh? Not my favorites. No, not my guys. Not, I, I go non-union right all the time. Nope. Nope. Um, so the WGA and SAG-AFTRA, who is the the guild that has all your favorite your favorite actors. No, not them either. Um, nope. <laughs> favorite actors. Big Rob uh, Schneider guy. <laughs> I, I think he's SAG. Yeah. I, um, I would assume he's SAG. I just picked a, a guy who I know is like anti woke comedy he sucks Fuck sure anyway. yeah yeah absolutely he sucked as a joke um, anyway but uh yeah they're all on strike right now so as much as you're not going to learn anything about how strikes work from that show you kind of learn the relationships between each other and how um it's very easy to understand that studios who cast actors they butter people up and they basically lie to them a lot of the time in order to get a bunch of in order to get what they want so they can make billions of dollars and you can probably you won't understand the AI part of what's happening right now, but you understand that nobody with that much money really cares about even actors with a bunch of money. So the whole reason that they're striking will, would probably make more sense if if you watch that show. That stuff I find extremely fascinating from Entourage. The rest of it, it's it's a it's a problem. <laughs> it's what will I learn about if I instead watch Jersey Shore like I have been? Uh, skin tanning is it is that this, technically this? tanning uh yeah they make a whole thing about tanning in it. <laughs> oh really <laughs> they talk about it a lot i've uh i've seen the situation once oops in, in how was that uh he he was he's kind of a he's kind of a small guy um great but plays plays very big you know uh we surrounded by Short like kings. four bodyguards Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I was it was my twenty first birthday. We were in Las Vegas. I was playing craps for the first time. Had no idea what was going on, and uh, he just kind of walked by with his bodyguards. Um, yeah, that that tan is is jarring to see for the first time. It's it does not look natural. Um, None like, of them look healthy. No, it, it's that that's the show with Snooky, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. So right. this is like a, a weird thing that Katie Bear trash washed when she was younger and we were bored yeah. and like uh, without diving into it, some like life stuff's been iffy here. We're fine. Uh, but um, 
we've just been like trying to find dumb escapism entertainment and sure. i put that on and was just like immediately like okay i see why people like this and i'm three episodes in and i'm like these people are all mean to each other for a sport and i hate them yep. absolutely <laughs> and yeah. i can't turn away but yeah so yeah. i'm slowly learning about ron ron juice uh not wearing a shirt all the time mm-hmm. um going out clubbing which was never my scene and it seems exhausting they go out at 10 30 at night excuse me i've been asleep for a half hour <laughs> i did that last time i was in vegas for an amd event which was just last october and um it kind of just sat there because i did not have the energy for it <laughs> 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 but we were we were you know in the club in the club doing the things um you know it'd be good club attire watch this segue some sweet snakeskins pants. Oh, oh, baby. Uh, uh, um, sorry, I realized we were just off a completely different tangent for a while. Try to get us back. Did you have more of the Confucius statue? Not the Confucius statue, I don't think. No. Okay. Um, uh, snakeskin pants. That is. Oh, yes. I was gonna. So we have a lot of snakeskin pants here, of all mm-hmm. different colors and varieties. You are absolutely correct here. Before that, we have our face reveal of our. Of our main bad guy or bad guy I don't I don't know he's he's there I guess I guess he is a pretty big role here right because he's the guy that like not only Brian wants to be a certain person but I think gets to the point where the audience wants to to be a certain person right it feels like because he's a scapegoat right and I feel like at some point the audience probably doesn't believe that that that's how that's supposed to work, but wants it. They they want him to be the guy. Oh, I see. Yes, yes. Um, what's his name? Johnny. I think his name is Johnny Tran. Uh, real name Tran. or character? I have real name. Uh, is that, I, I was is that talking Rick about character, Yoon? but you have the real name, please. I have Rick Yoon. Is that his name, Rick? Rick Yoon. Yoon. Why you in? E. Why you in any? Oh, okay. Interesting. Okay, so yes, we have our now establishing character shots of Mr. Mr. Rick Yoon. Uh, I think his name is Johnny Tran. Um, yes, you're right. And they're being pulled over and they're here. Um, so we're introduced to his, his cousin, which, man, I can only believe that he's in this crew specifically because they're family. Yeah, he feels like a guy that he would not want to be associated with professionally. <laughs> yeah, so this other dude, I have more on him in the next minute, but Lance. No, but mm. we'll, we'll get to your your favorite portion here. Your uh, oh, that, those all thanks. No, but <laughs> the snakeskin pants. Wow, they hold on for a while. They hold on this this frame they do. for for a That's good minute. <laughs> clearly, why I got the notes because I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, which is which is interesting because I don't think they do that too much with guys in this series. I think it's like one of the only times they really like hold on a man's butt. Do people generally who ride like Honda type uh, motorcycles, not your Harleys, mm-hmm. still dress like in certain pants, like leathers in your denims? Like, is snakeskin good for if you fall? I would, I think would say not. probably. Oh, yes. I would say probably. Depending on, like, if it's, like, real... It, it has to be probably expensive. And oh, yeah. And, unfortunately, that means you're probably going to ruin the pants. But if it's expensive, like snakeskin, 
it probably holds up when you fall. It probably slides, which is what you want. Um, you I, shed I, it right off, and you have more skin. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. You could to um, it's called the reptile slide. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, hundred um, percent. I don't, I don't know if that's true, but I would, I would Sounds imagine so. I would absolutely imagine so. The people I see writing um, crotch rockets like this uh, nowadays are either military personnel because that's just it's just the easiest thing to get in and on and off a base. I think. I always see people in uh, in fatigues and camos driving driving home or to work. Um, How do you see them if they're in camo? I see the bike, and if I don't see a person, I assume. Oh, good. Yeah, I just assume. Either that or transformer. Also, there's a backpack. They usually have a backpack or a transformer. <laughs> hmm, interesting. I still need to see that movie. Is it out yet? I don't know. Uh, I have no idea. Beast Wars. I I'm want, in no rush to see it. I want. I want I, 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 it, I want to see it. That, that is my trash action movie that I think that is is just stupid, but I have so much fun watching it. Um, I saw the second one in theaters with uh, my best friend who had seen it like four times in theaters. Four times? And when the cre- yeah, and when the credits rolled, I screamed at them, why have you seen this four fucking times? <laughs> why was SpongeBob doing a black scent? <laughs> Because it's Tom Kenny doing like an African American stereotype sort of voice. Wait, who does Tom Kenny play? One of the cars who talks like. I didn't know that. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't know that at all. I mean, Tom Kenny is kind of a weirdo in a lot of ways. Um, Tom Kenny trans. Can you can you type like you're typing to Google uh, in IMDb? Uh, no, not really. Um, Tom <laughs> Kenny in Transformers, Transformers Two specifically. He, yes. Uh, I don't know. It's not going to tell me. Uh, he as well as wait, wait, as well as the Autobots. Oh, he plays two Skids and Wheelie. Oh, he plays those guys. Yeah. He he plays them in multiple movies. I know who they are from like I think number four and they might even be in yeah dark of the moon is is another one they're in in fact they make a big deal about them returning to the movie now yeah, i, I haven't know watched that was him at all since, what the hell i haven't watched one since two when i got very mad at that it's weird do they do like some fast stuff where they resurrect cars that have exploded in past movies and they're suddenly okay again uh not really i think if they die they die um they but crush I mean, a little cube Speaking of fast, isn't Tyrese in that in that series? Again, I stopped it too. I know at one point there was a Shia LaBeouf, uh, yes. then there was a Mark Wahlberg. Yes. And now I don't think either one of them are in it. Uh, I think Mark might still be in it in some way. I don't. Oh, but the, this one's a prequel, so, um, so I don't know. But yes, uh, uh, Tyrese Gibson is one of the main like human special forces guys in uh the transformers movies along with that that harkett guy or whatever um here's what they got to do because we've made this joke before i've seen this joke online now that i know tyrese is in these movies they can easily make it to where roman's past is the tyrese or is the uh the transformers universe and weave him in that way the same way that justin lynn decided han from better luck tomorrow is now a character in tokyo drift and now a character in the overall franchise it seems like it's right there yeah i think there's all kinds of room for that in fact today when i was when i was coming home today 
I was thinking about like, and I was going to ask you if you had ideas for this. Um, how could we tie in either Sylvester Stallone, Nick Cage, or Arnold Schwarzenegger into the Fast and the Furious movies? Hmm. Arnold probably Nick- wouldn't fit because of the rock. It'd be too much beef, maybe. Maybe. Like like physical, literal beef, not like emotional beef. <laughs> <laughs> if it came out that like Arnold was like the birth father of Jacob, that would make oh. sense. Like turns out that he's like Dom's stepdad. Mm-hmm. Like so, or fuck it, it could be like his dad's not dead, it's actually Arnold Schwarzenegger now changed the race completely. <laughs> like the they did his son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they did that with his kid, it's fine. Um sure. then Nick Cage, I feel like now that you have uh, Jason Momoa being chaotic, you can't have Nick Cage. I, I don't buy that at all. I, I, I think have to, it, I have to I, hard disagree. I feel like if Nick, <laughs> if Nick Cage could have been in that role instead of Jason Momoa, you can't have two of those people. Oh, man. But how? But, but we gotta, we, there's got to be a way. There's got to be a way. <laughs> like, okay, Nick Cage's character from Gone in 60 Seconds. <laughs> <laughs> sure he just rolls in in his own car and like hey get in and, El- and eleanor right yeah that's yeah rolls up in eleanor your- is just ready to go who's your third person uh oh uh sylvester stallone now i he comes watched- in in optimus prime because he's his character from over the top the trucker <laughs> <laughs> well better great you did it I, I was thinking, like, you could do, like, a tiny part like he had in Guardians 2 where he's just, like, there and he's, mm. like, glaringly out of place. And he's, like, oh, kind of a side character in a bar. No, he should be in a bar that Dom goes to hide in when he's hiding from whatever the next level of Cypher's thing is. They're, like, oh. doing God's like the, eye again. Like the test scene? I'm thinking, like, 8 when he's, like, dips in the bar to meet up with Helen Mirren. So it's one of those. He dips into a bar. It's a dive bar, and Sylvester Stallone is there doing uh, arm, arm wrestling, wrestling with somebody. And he has to beat him in order to get like his respect to get him on his team. And there, are, it's a draw because Dom, you know, Dom can't lose, and Stallone will not lose to Vin Diesel. So it's a draw. He gets his respect anyway. He joins the family. When they're arm wrestling, the thing that they're holding on to is a eight ball from their shifter. <laughs> yep. Cool. I'm down. For, I'm totally down for that. Uh, have you seen Over the Top? No. Over the Top's a good one. Uh, Over the Top is Sylvester Stallone. He's a trucker, um, and uh, the whole movie is about how he's a uh, he's a really good arm wrestler, and he gets to the point where he so at the beginning of the movie he picks up his son who doesn't know him very well because he's been at military school forever, and he picks up his son because the mother requested to go pick him up and stuff like that. Um, anyway, no spoilers. I find out that he's a renowned uh, uh, arm wrestler, and he does it all the truck stops. And there's a bunch of truckers that like uh, uh, respect him, but also hate him and want to beat him. Um, anyway, when they get to actual like arm wrestling portions of the movie, they are absolute animal maniacs, screaming at the top of their lungs, doing all kinds of crazy stuff. It is insane. Um, but yes, the whole movie is about. Him winning his son back um, via an arm wrestling event in Las Vegas to win a truck so he can have a re- he can have his job back. 
Oh, I thought the kid was like part of the truck. It's like when you go to a car show and there's the girl next to it. Do you come with the car? Oh, you. I mean, there's your Simpsons reference of the episode. <laughs> there's there's weird stuff like that. You should definitely watch it. I would I would recommend it. I think you'd like it. Even Noted. if it is oh. Sylvester Stallone. But it is Sylvester Stallone in the 80s, which is a tad different. Yeah, I'm it, sending it is, a note right now. It is an 80s movie. It's 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 worth a watch, I think. Anybody watching this, in fact, uh if you if you didn't see it, I did a D&D character um called uh, uh it was like Ryan over the top Johnson or something like that. Um and his uh his whole move was was ringing people into an arm wrestling match and if he won, they ripped their arm off or something like that. I like how that your character had a name, like a 1970s wrestler, where it was like their real name, but in the middle, it was like some insane title. Jerry yeah, the King Lawler, yeah. for example. Well, the reason I came up with it because it was because the show that we did is a one-off show where uh, they were like, it's basically a wrestling match. You know, you're going to PvP each other. It's going to be 1v1 inside of a pit. I was like, I, I'm just going to dive right in. I'm going to lean re- really far into the whole wrestling thing and make make that name. Perfect. <laughs> Uh, because if you watch the movie, they basically are Dungeons and Dragons barbarians. They are insane. Um, it, it's crazy. Uh, but as we are back to to this, speaking of insane, look at the the no life in this guy's eyes. That as he points his gun at Brian here. That's the kind of guy you need with a gun on your team. He has no emotion. He he'll pull the trigger if he has to. It's just business. It's true. Um, he Man, is the guy that the enforcer, as you might as you may say. Yeah, he'll do whatever. He actually does do whatever his older cousin says. I think. <laughs> Look, if my older cousin told me to shoot somebody. I'd probably do it too. I understand hierarchy and family. Sure. Yeah, you got to do it. You got to listen to your elders, right? Um, and then we get to the point where, um, where Johnny asks Brian, "Is this your car?" Mm-hmm. And then they have this weird, uh, I think, so, I think it's pretty obvious, but I want to make sure. Dom is trying to, he knows they're going to mess with this car, right? Oh, probably. But also, technically speaking, this is now Dom's car. Well, that's what Brian says. Yeah. Brian says, well, not it's not anymore, it's his. And then that's when, when Dom comes back with the argument. It's like, no, it's not. I didn't take delivery. Trying to save it, I guess? So, yeah, maybe. Dom, I guess cares about brian at the moment or he cares about his car i guess <laughs> well he knows where they are and probably has to figure out a way home <laughs> that's true which like, brings up a whole new fold to what we figured out was that today was that this episode or last episode if they're uh, this he, one. if they're here no. yeah, yeah they, oh i guess they didn't necessarily walk home but they were gonna they mentioned about oh we have a we have mm-hmm. a pretty long walk Oh, you know what? Yeah, I think there, there might even be a line that sh- that talks about the distance, right? There is. There's a line okay. where they talk about going on a long hike. The, what we're learning is these guys are a bunch of liars. Film, you, 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 you never trust your filmmakers, and you know you think you can trust them, and be like, you won't lie to me, right? Well, the uh, the writers of this movie has have all lied to us. They are, and not this is why that. we don't support the strike, right? Wait, what? 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 That's why we're not supporting the strike because they're liars. Right. This is a this is a far right podcast, and it's <laughs> 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 a far right podcast, and we uh, totally support mm-hmm. um, everybody. Just Bob making Iger, billions Bob of dollars. Iger, Bob Iger, Bob, Bob Iger, Bob Iger, Bob uh, Iger. Yeah, yeah, Bob Iger. Come on the show. We'll talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> give me pa- give me Disney passes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, 
Um, I would don't know what I would ask Bob Iger. I have no idea how I, how to talk to him. Um, that'd be insane. Uh, but we have this conversation between Brian and Dom. It's like, no, it's, it's another one. And then Johnny comes back. Well, if it's nobody's car. And then, and then I don't know what he says after that. He says something weird. I only have one quote from this minute in my, my notes. It's just, you stay away, I stay away. And then... Yeah, I thought we had a that, deal. Yeah. Brian is introduced as the new mechanic, which I thought was a funny thing that yeah. Dom's instantly covering for him. Yeah. Yeah. He, in, he instantly covers for him. He tries to not take the car's ownership. So, and you know, that could be, uh, that could absolutely be because he doesn't want the car destroyed because it's his car now. Um, but it could also be seen as like, yeah, him trying to protect Brian more. I mean, in a future minute, he calls out that Brian's the one that saved his ass. So like, maybe he's yeah. trying to make it square now. He might already have that respect for sure. Um, uh, but he does open this with, uh, exactly after the line you just said, with, we got lost. They got very lost. Yeah. If they're out here. Because I don't know what, what sort of fiction are they trying to put together. So obviously, if you live in LA, you know where these guys probably are, and you know that it's pretty far away. But for those that don't know, the world they're trying to put together, because they don't really establish it until well after this, where they have to several mile hike or whatever. Um... How did, how did, isn't, doesn't, didn't Dom grow up here and know all these streets? How did they get lost? Maybe he didn't actually get lost. But he must have because he would have, he should have known that they shouldn't have been driving through here, right? Uh, maybe like he was distracted by not being able to put his feet down. They were in this deep conversation about their criminal past. He got distracted by all that and never looked up because he's like, oh man, I want my boots to fall off or whatever. And then when he finds like, oh, why, who are these motorcycle guys? Brian made a left. We should have made a right. You know what happened? Yeah, it, exactly that. But like, I, I'm now I'm picturing it. Uh, Dom started thinking about his time in prison and started getting like mm -hmm. upset. And he did he did the whole, you know, when somebody's just looking out the window and daydreaming. And Brian's driving. You know, he's driving and he's doing. He keeps peeking over like smiling like I, I can't believe we got dominic toretto in my car right now oh my god <laughs> <laughs> oh my god can you can you imagine I, I, is this real life and keeps pinching himself <laughs> and so they and just drove the room, for 40 minutes <laughs> and the rooms took them all out of it and they're like oh oh no oh no <laughs> oh he just smells gasoline vapors and starts getting delirious but uh, yeah they got very lost that's for sure um that's the last screenshot i have do we have anything else for this i don't believe so that is the end of my notes on this minute so we have the i think i don't know if he says it yet but he's starting to say it where this is not it's not my car i've been taking delivery that's that's his oh no or is this wait is this scene where this screenshot right here he's pointing at brian talking about how he's the new mechanic right yes i believe that so that must be okay that makes sense a um, couple of things you have said do dip in the next minute but it looks okay. fine I, I'm getting confused with it. That's my fault. I um, mean, when they were in conversations like this, and it's it's harder to kind of distinguish what it where we're at. So I understand. And yeah, you better yeah. understand, listener. If you're yeah, if you're listening or watching this this podcast, you kind of know we're all over the place. Hopefully, we that, try our best. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no, we don't. Okay. I, don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> uh, I have tried my best before. I I. 
maybe I have. Do you, do you know if you've tried your best? Do you know? I said does, I tried my best, but I don't know. Does anybody know what their best is? Is that a thing I say you when can I, know? Whenever I play a show and I know a hard part in a song is coming up, I try really hard not to mess up. That might be me trying my best. Maybe, but yeah, right, maybe that's just focusing a little more. And is that my best? Is my best a hundred and one percent? It's uh, uh yeah. I, I imagine that you know the BT Bam uh, uh, bassist while playing the the bassline in prequel to the sequel is probably trying his best. I feel like those guys don't even try those lines. They do seem like, very naturally talented and just kind of go. It's so frustrating. <laughs> they are very good at what they do. And <laughs> the song prequel to the sequel, listen to it. Listen to it, guys. Uh, the bass line mm-hmm. is quite sick. I, I, was, I was weird. So I was talking to Katie about this because I, I did text. We're, we're, we're at the end of the episode. We'll, we'll close it out here in a second. Um, but I did text Daniel asking what his favorite BT BAM was. And, uh, and you know, that question can mean anything. So obviously follows with a song or album. Um Song happened, favorite song happened to be from the same album, which is nice. Um, uh, we were talking about colors and we were talking about uh, the uh, prequel to the sequel, which uh, I, I talked to Katie ago. We both naturally came to the same conclusion on what our favorite BT Bam was. And then I listened to it with Katie and I was like, and then I started listening deeper to the bass. Is that your favorite song because of the bass? You know, I you're talking about how great the bass line is. I couldn't tell you the baseline goes. Oh, really? It's really the bass good. That, the bass that really stands out to me in BT Bam is the next album, The Great Misdirect. Because mm. I saw them play that album in full last two years ago or something. And I was like, oh, this is the bass album. And I had no idea. So now sure. I want to go back and listen to Colors and like really you know, pump up the low end. Yeah. Because uh, I know, of course, there's the bass solo before White Walls. Mm-hmm. And there's a few spots here and there. But all right. Prequel the sequel is a very good baseline, and it's got a it's got a solo as well. Um, the live album is really good. Yes, I do really love the live album. I like the studio album as well, but the live album for Colors is it's very good. Um, but yeah, there's 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 a lot of that. Anyway, um, we're if you haven't figured out from this podcast, this is this is a sixty second podcast, but we're big metalheads. We talk a lot about that. I don't, and you're, you're probably going to know more than I will, and we'll probably answer this in a future episode or whatever. I don't know how many metal songs they play in this uh, franchise. Um, I think the closest we come might be like Rocky New Metal sort of stuff, but... Like, like Limp Bizkit and stuff? Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. Um, <laughs> eh. oh, imagine some corn dropping in there. <laughs> <laughs> when they're in the desert blowing up the blowing up the sunshine i, oh, I guess this song came out after but uh, why don't we hear some byob <laughs> <laughs> that would have been interesting um but anyway if you're having a great time listening or watching this maybe you listen to the future episodes by subscribing to the youtube channel uh, youtube.com slash danotage or make sure you're subscribed and leaving us leave us a review over on any of your favorite podcasting apps you can find us on most of them if you want to know where you can find us and uh us individually Ovacord and danotage you can go to danotage.tv slash 60 second car and you can check out all the leak the the deets and the links over there um my name is dan and i've been joined as always by daniel and with that i'll see you all next time family, family.